everybody. My name is Jack Taylor. My name is Hunter too. And this is Going for Two with Jack Taylor. So uh, right now we have a few options. We could have just let this intro music go for the next 25 minutes and call it an episode, which I mean, it'd be more productive than any football that we saw from Mississippi State on Saturday. But uh, once again, though, we are Going for Two with Jack Taylor. We're excited to be here. Uh, even, though, even though we're coming off a pretty rough weekend, we're, we're excited to bring uh, our opinions to y'all. So uh, yeah, so this week we want to give a little shout out to Stark Wheels. Yeah, follow them on Instagram. We're doing a little collaboration with them. They're gonna be hiding some pretty cool little Hot Wheels with some Going for Two stickers on them. Yeah. So I mean that's always cool. Yeah, so it's a pretty fun little Instagram account. Once again, called Stark Wheels, where um, usually at nighttime they'll go on campus and hide Hot Wheels two or three different places on campus, take a picture of them, and just kind of give you a hint where it is. And we have collaborated with them, so there will be a Going for Two sticker on every Hot Wheel found this week. So, once again, go follow Stark Wheels. We'll yeah, we will tag them in our post today. Yeah. Okay, so today we're talking about game review, obviously. And then we're going to talk about some other games this week. Yeah. It, was, it was a weird week for college football. Oh, it was crazy. And then the one positive thing in our lives. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram questions. questions. Yeah, this weekend was so crazy, I thought we were actually going to pull off an upset over Kentucky. <laughs> uh, we were three-point underdogs, and we just we did not cover. <laughs> so, and uh, stay tuned, guys. Though we we do have a Oregon Trail reference coming up uh, during the Instagram question, so pretty excited about that. So just stick around. But first, we do want to talk about our man Dak Prescott. It was a tough tough scene uh, in Dallas yesterday, seeing him go down with a pretty rough ankle injury, uh, pretty similar to what we saw with Nick Fitzgerald uh, a few years ago in the Egg Bowl, but. Um, already had a successful surgery, and uh, been said that, I mean, it's been said that he's probably going to be back within, you know, what, two to three months? Or? Four to six. Four to six months, okay, okay. So probably out for the season, uh, rightfully so, since the Cowboys are having a, a down year, it looks like, but uh, we're excited to see him come back next year yeah, better there, than ever. There's not anyone I would bet against less than yeah. Dak Prescott. And he was getting support from just about everybody in the league, uh, even the, the opposing players he was playing against yesterday were, mm-hmm. were over there by the cart, you know, wishing him well. So he's a well-respected guy by us, definitely a childhood hero, and then by his peers in the league. It's pretty cool to see that and that respect. It is. So. All prayers up for Dak Prescott. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so, time for game review. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just going to start this off by saying Hunter, Hunter might be a better fan than I am because after this game, he stayed up just about all night watching the game again. Uh, looking about at, four times. Uh, about four times, yeah, and made a spreadsheet of just everything that went wrong, which there was a lot of it. Um, and I just decided, you know what, I might not ever watch football again. And so, <laughs> and I watched the game four more times. Okay, so the major issues of the team right now is lack of offensive responsibility. That, that just seems like a pretty glaring thing. Like yeah. Just people aren't doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. Like You have to do your job. You can't do everyone else's job when you can't do yours. Yeah. So that's the main thing. And then our QB and wide receivers are seeing absolutely different holes in zone coverage. Because when you attack zone coverage with the air raid, your wide receivers are sitting down. Like They're running the same like four verts routes, but they're sitting down in between coverage. Yeah. And KJ and our wide receivers are seeing different holes in the coverage. And everything is terrible. And then the worst thing is our <laughs> offensive line is hilariously... It looks like me out there. Yeah. Like, I know football. I am terrible at it. These guys looked like me, and they are four- and five-star guys. Yeah. It it was I mean, terrible. Cannot block three. Yeah. 
I can't sure, do a double team correctly. Anything. I'm sure you're going to talk about it in a minute, but I mean, there were plays where their hips are like turned towards the towards the sideline. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he, it's it's rough. You have five star Charles Cross uh, and Greg Island double teaming guys. Like and, Greg Island has been a starter for three years, and they can't double team a guy. They were lining up a safety, like a converted safety at D end, <laughs> and they couldn't double team him. He wasn't even doing pass rush moves. It was disgusting. I, that that I'm might so be. Upset. I mean, I get that the entire offense has been really just disastrous the past two weeks, but the offensive line looked good against LSU. Yeah. Who, who I know is a better D line. I know how has a better D line than Kentucky does, and I just don't know. That that might be the biggest change from week one to now. And I get that you know obviously they're running zone, but they're running with less. Less defensive linemen. Yeah. I don't. I don't know where that problem came from, and I can only imagine it stays though because it, it that's, was that's not, not a one week like, fix. We're going to talk more about the offensive line issue in a little bit. I'm going to go more in detail, but first let's get into what Leach needs to change. And I know Leach isn't going to change the offense yeah. and just run the ball, but his own words: yards are yards, and if there are four men in the box, you run the dang ball. I, I'm. It doesn't have to be like anything stupid. I'm not asking you to get an eye formation or anything. I hate that. Yeah. You can run zone at a three-man front every play and win. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Every, it, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I we ran it four times in that game, and we got a gain of seven, a gain of four, a gain of five, and a gain of nine. Mm-hmm. And I... And that's what missed assignments on the front. Like, yeah, and I, I do think it's pretty safe to say um, Mike Leach doesn't seem like he's just going to completely abandon his, his offensive scheme. But you're in the SEC now, and you have to make adjustments. Because right now you've, you've lost games to two, you know, I might stretch and say bottom feeders because Kentucky might not be there, but two teams you should have absolutely yeah. beaten. And you got to change something. Yeah, and... Last night, I watched, like, three Washington State games because, you know, I'm a psychopath. And their running game is completely different than what we're doing. They'll actually let the quarterback pull the ball. It just looks like KJ has no interest in ever pulling the ball. So that backside D end is just ears back running to the backfield. Yeah. It's, it's and that's tough. something that we have to gain. We have to get a quarterback back there that is not afraid to run the ball because KJ is allergic to running the ball. I'm pretty sure he would break out in hives if he tried. I mean, passing the ball three yards past the line of scrimmage, what is that? One yard from a first. He was closer to the first down line than the line of scrimmage. And the buddy just... could have tripped over his shoelace, fallen backwards, and he would have had a first he down. He may have fallen backwards of forward progress and got the first down without their spotting the ball that game. But... Will Rogers, I mean, I guess he didn't look as uncomfortable moving out of the pocket, but he didn't run. He's he's Gardner without the upside. Yeah, that he's not an insane arm talent. He so he does the Gardner run out of the pocket and then make a bad decision. But at least when Gardner does it, he has arm talent to fix it. Yeah, it's so. I mean, definitely, there's a lot of room for Will Rogers to grow. But at the time, I mean, he didn't really look much better than KJ at all. I I didn't, and um, you know. I see people on Twitter, you know, calling for Schrader to be back in there, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world. But I mean, yeah, if, I've if, been if, I've been turned around to that fact. Yeah, more, if you, more if you had shown me this recording uh, about 
a month ago <laughs> of me just saying, yeah, put, put Garrett Schrader back there. I would call you crazy. But, you know, it doesn't seem like you have to have insane arm talent to be an air raid quarterback. No. Not, I mean, I hear air raid, and I'm like, oh, we're airing the ball 50 yards down the field. That's not it. No, you get like four of those. We haven't had a 50-yard pass since LSU. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, we haven't. Oh. Okay. Trader can do that, and he can move. So Okay, so other things. We need to find some disciplined offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how Greg Island has became so bad. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's him being at left guard instead of left tackle. I I don't care about Charles's draft stock. He may be a better guard than Island. Swap him. Yeah. Island, does not, change, Island does not look comfortable playing guard, and it is showing. Yeah. Also, our center, both Cole Smith and... I forgot our new starter. Yeah. Both not good at all. Can't snap the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know an offensive line is bad when I can I, I can watch a game and that'd be the first thing that I notice because I don't know anything. I don't know much about football. I really don't know much about offensive line. But, dude. <laughs> dude, all their stuff is so... It's <laughs> simple. It's simple. It's not like you're running against like a 4-4 front. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Stuff gets complicated. Reads are hard. Every, you have to identify Mike and stuff. This... Yeah, and it, it's two double teams and a one-on-one, and our one-on-one is doing better than our double teams. Yeah, and it's not like our offense, our offensive line was going against Montez Sweat, Jeff Simmons, Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox. They weren't. No, they, none of these guys. I mean, last, I didn't know any of their names. The last, I still don't. The last time that we played at Kentucky, there was a guy named Josh Allen there who was a first-round pick, defensive end. That was a guy that I watched eat us alive, and rightfully so. None of these guys. They're not even doing pass rush moves. It's no. <laughs> okay. So another thing, I I do not buy at all the weird spring because of COVID, the weird summer because of COVID. It took forever to install this. Arkansas, yeah. new head coach, new offensive coordinator, wildly different offensive coordinator, new quarterback. new quarterback that had a broken back. So like he's coming off of rehab too. Yeah. It, Arkansas's not having the issues. We are. It's an easier system to install. I don't know why we're here. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're to what the players need to change. And this is what Mike Leach thinks is the issue. So, I mean, he hasn't taken any responsibility. No. So, here we are. That was what I was the most surprised by. That I mean, in the press conference, he didn't say, Coach has got to do a better job. He said, we might have to start kicking guys off this team that don't buy into this. And I understand, you know, players being held accountable when it's their fault and a lot of this game probably was but you have to take some like i mean we have scored nothing <laughs> it, we haven't done anything in two weeks and that's got to be coaching at some point yeah okay so our defense you look at them mm-hmm. and you could not imagine them being on the same sideline as our offense. Oh, no. The, the defense comes on the field. They're fired up. They're ready to go and everything. Our offense comes out. I don't even think our wide receivers are like any of our quarterbacks right now. No. Kylan just... Poor and Kylan. That's another drastic change from week one. When things are going good, the, it seemed like the chemistry was, was great. But you know, a couple, right of, a couple of problems and... Those, those guys don't have anything to do with one another, and that's that's frightening for sure. Yeah, the players need to also stop the penalties. Yes. I don't know why we have so many false starts. That is, Once again, Charles Cross. Charles Cross with two <laughs> on the day. I, I do not get it. And then I, I really think the players need to hold each other accountable. Yeah. Because 
I mean, like Leech is coming out and saying that it's executioner, but I don't know if anyone in that locker room is doing it. You know, coming from there. like a football background, was there any any of that when you played? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. How, that, how would you hold a player accountable for that? One of your teammates go up there and just tell tell them, ask if they don't know how to do it, show them. I didn't know what to do a lot of the time, but yeah. you know, people told me what to do, yeah. and you know, it didn't work all the time. <laughs> but you know, it helps. Yeah. And so just just leadership is that le- all it is? Yeah, some form of leadership. I okay. I really think KJ's losing this team, mm-hmm. and I don't think Will Rogers is the answer either. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't highly recruited. He's not an insane arm talent. He had two offers: Mississippi State and Mike Leach. If you didn't know, those are the same coach offering you that. So Yeah. And I wonder, too, if a guy like Jalen Maiden or, like we were saying earlier, Garrett Schrader. Um, you know, I have to assume Garrett Schrader has a little bit more pull with the team in terms of like leadership and just knowing them, being there a year. And, you know, now he's with the wide receivers, you know, all the time. There's got to be a little bit of chemistry yeah. there. And I do not buy anything about, oh, they're just not talented. I don't trust Mike Leach as a talent evaluator right now. Yeah. We have a quarterback out there that has thrown how many pick sixes? Three, it's almost three. four? Three in three games, yeah. That, I do not trust you as a talent evaluator. Yeah. And Until you actually show me that you can put someone out there that doesn't throw four pick sixes, I'll, I'll, I'll trust you. But, yeah. but we're not there yet. Okay, ball security, as, as we just said, massive issue. Yeah. How many interceptions do we have? How many did we have on that game? Six. We had six interceptions. Four by KJ Costello, two by Will Rogers. Uh, KJ did throw one pick six and was, you know, Javante Payton's effort stopped one at the two-yard line. I love line Javante Payton. So, which, I mean, you can't blame our defense for giving up the touchdown on the next play on that one. I mean, they're at the one-yard line. They're going to yeah, they're gonna score. But um, And that brings up the defense for me one more time that, the defense was put in some bad situations and held their ground most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think the big, the one big play that um, Kentucky had was a Terry Wilson scramble for about 50 yards, which I think did lead to a touchdown. Um, so that was, you know, but that's just a, a mobile quarterback doing yeah, what he, he does. Yeah, he got 50, they got to the 15, ran a beautiful play, got our linebackers down, yeah. just threw over their head. It, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, our quarterbacks have almost given up more points than our defense yeah. in the past two games. and. And that's alarming. That is absolutely for anyone. <laughs> and that brings us up to our QB situation. KJ is an absolute head case, mm-hmm. and I think he needs to be benched. Hot take. Hot take. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be hotter than the the week one. Is he going to get a statue? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And again, I really think KJ is losing this team, and is yet to show any grit. Yeah, that that play where he was three yards ahead of the line of scrimmage. That that I mean, that that's one of the you were angry awareness after situations I've ever seen in my life. You were simply angry after that play, and rightfully so. I mean, you have to be aware as a quarterback where the sticks are, where the first down marker is, and just once again, I know we said it last week. You got to be able to lower your shoulder and play. or just fall forward. I. He, he had, had, oh my! You put Garrett Schrader on on that play, and he helicopters across the fifty yard line, maybe for a <laughs> touchdown. Who knows? <laughs> Jeez. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not like a Garrett Schrader 
I'm actually Fangirl. the least. I, I really <laughs> am very surprised that these words are coming out of my mouth right now. But Garrett Schrader has a much better chance of winning games at quarterback. We did than KJ not know Costello. what we had. <laughs> you don't know what you have until it's gone, or until it's a wide receiver. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so... Looking at you, Keaton. <laughs> I miss Keaton. Yeah, you got a receiving touchdown against Clemson we didn't talk about. Yeah. Also, rocking number 99. I hate that so much. Me too. He deserves better than that. He does. Okay, so, as, as y'all heard earlier, I watched this game about four times. And I, of course, made a spreadsheet because I'm a psychopath. And out of 80 total plays... Our QBs had an issue, which is a bad pass, bad read, or a bad scramble, or a hurried throw. 32.5% of the time. Oh. <sighs> and those 32.5. Say it again for the people in the back. That is 26 out of 80. Our QB had a bad pass, or read, or a hurried pass. You know, is the hurried pass always going to be on the quarterback, or is that... that most of those were. Like, it was where... Uh, I mean, it mostly always is when your quarterback is just completely allergic to... Uh, I didn't I didn't do the ones where he was just getting murdered as yeah. he was throwing as yeah. hurried passes. I was doing uh, um, where he, like, scrambled out left inside the pocket mm-hmm. and then threw it two yards to Malik Heath. <laughs> yeah. And Malik Heath got absolutely destroyed from behind... And, yeah, I, I called that a hurried pass. Okay. Because there was no one seven yards around him, and Kylan's over there with no one 14 yards ahead of him. Yeah. So that's a hurried pass. That's not seeing people. That's thrown to the first person you see. Mm-hmm. That That's that's not air raid. Yeah. When you have time, use it. That ball should be going downfield. At least give one of our six foot five guys a chance at yeah. a ball. It's. Okay. Again, Will Rogers did not show me anything that was that much better from KJ. KJ. Mm -hmm. When he scrambled out, he didn't throw good passes. Mm -hmm. He hit that... On the play that he got pulled, he hit a linebacker in the chest with the ball, and somehow he didn't catch it. And then we had KJ for the rest of the game until the end. And uh, I did see some people on Twitter say that Will Rogers had a touchdown pass in the game, and, you know, he did... Osiris Mitchell caught that ball, but then it was stripped away from him right before he crossed the line. That was a bad throw. That needs to hit him. Yeah, put, way he's above his six head. foot five. Yeah, throw, don't, don't throw it at his hip. Don't throw throw it at his hands up yeah. high above above the defender that's not even turned around. Yeah, and if we and if we're using that as a, um, you know, he almost threw a touchdown pass. KJ almost threw that one at the end of the half. It bounced off a receiver's hands and was intercepted. Um, so. Did have did have we were close to some touchdowns. Yeah, that we had a lot of drops. Yeah, we, we really did. We had a lot of drops. Everything is not good right now. <laughs> okay, I I really really believe that Maiden and Schrader deserve a shot. Yeah, and I I don't I really uh, to this day I think Maiden's been on this team for three years. I still yeah. don't know much about him, but I mean, from what I saw on Saturday, he's got to be at least. He has the biggest arm on the team. Yeah. And he's elusive. So Hunter, you I, just, I think you just want us to have a left handed quarterback. I just want us to have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. We have an extra defender playing QB right now. It's true. <laughs> People were tweeting at Javante Payton. Why didn't you just wear a blue jersey? <laughs> oh, maybe he'll get up more catches. Okay. So it's time for me to talk about offensive line. All right. Again. So this will be a long time. Okay. 
you have to be able to block three with five for more than two seconds because mm-hmm. that was about the average time that we were getting yeah and if I mean, we're that, re- that's simple math five is greater than three we we should be able to defend that yeah greg island charles cross james jackson are all embarrassingly bad and and should be this replaced. is the this is the first week that i've noticed them just being bad but i mean have they was it was it like this last uh, week too charles has been good i don't know what's going on with them yeah so i mean maybe like, island I, was injured last week i don't yeah and he, he was out was he out the whole game uh, like him, yeah. him and kylan i think both went down in the game mm-hmm. so yeah and then james jackson poor he's just our centers are bad yeah they're just not good and that's that's been something that's been a problem all three weeks even in the lsu game i mean he was a liability snapping the ball yeah. so even okay so even i know an offensive line doesn't like pass protection mm-hmm. it's not fun yeah you're not aggressive or anything but even when we call a run play, they are not aggressive. No, no one gets up to the second level because we get up to the second level. Kylan has twelve yards of open space. Yeah, and and that's against a safety, and and I'm taking Kylan. We have not gotten Kylan up to the second level. No, the only person I mean, we've gotten up he, to the second level the, is Marks. Yeah, he passes the line, and then he's got four D linemen, maybe a couple linebackers, just waiting. There's no for communication him. or any. It's a three man front. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. Honestly, at this point, put Hunter two there. Let's let's see it, Mister Fundamental Hunter. <laughs> oh <two>. Lord! <laughs> at least I'd get run over. Yeah, getting run over. I mean, is these excusable. guys aren't these guys aren't even getting run over. They're not getting hands on people. No, like they're just getting their hips turned around. It's just it's it, bad. It's bad. Okay. And during the game, they were talking about the wide splits and everything. Okay, we did those at West Jones. We had pretty wide splits. Because we were all smaller and more athletic than the defensive tackles. So, you know, it, it kind of worked. We didn't have 330-pound offensive linemen that were 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. We did the wide splits. We got there against good competition. Like, it's 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 sad. I, I'm not happy with this offensive line. It, it's so bad. Like, none of their eyes are up. Island is turning towards on a double team. His eyes are turned towards the sideline, which opens up for a linebacker. And then just there's just a right linebacker <laughs> coming off his butt. It looks like a run play for the other team. It's it's that bad. Yeah. And all this to say, I think I, I get Kentucky put up 24 points. They played terrible. Yeah, that awful this game. This was a bad game. I watched them play Ole Miss last week, and from an offensive standpoint, they were clicking. Like seven yards a carry, they were, they looked awesome against Ole Miss on the offensive side mm-hmm. at least. Dude, they're bad. Like two point nine yards per play. Yeah, and they beat us by twenty two. But hey, their defense did force six turn. <laughs> they didn't force, force those turnovers. They forced one of them. <laughs> okay, so to wrap up game review, I think Schrader needs a shot. Over the weekend, I watched a lot of Washington State film mm-hmm. with Gardner Minshew and Anthony Gordon. And this offense that we're running here is like a fifth of what they run at Washington State. There were cool RPOs that you just have to have a kind of athletic quarterback to do. Which Schrader fits that Schrader is. I think Will Rogers may even be. But I know who isn't, (laughs) and it is K.J. Costello. Maiden is. The the reads are easy. Mm -hmm. 
you, you get an athlete going out in space. You get Kylan going across your face. You're reading two people. Our offensive line needs something to have the defensive ends not just have their ear backs and go in straight at the backfield. Yeah. And the only thing that can do that is just having a quarterback yeah. that can read the backside end. It, it's simple. And yeah. a lot of football, you just don't block one person because you're already man down because you're a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can't block that. Like The numbers just don't add up. So you, you just leave them unblocked and you read them. It's so easy. So easy. Yeah. But I do not trust KJ to do that ever because he has bricks for his feet. And me, the least Garrett Schrader fan. I thought Tommy Stevens was better last year. Yeah. And and I think Garrett <laughs> Schrader or Maiden needs a shot on this offense. Yeah. And but, and if one of those guys doesn't work out, do you do you say we go to Will? And I he won't be the QB next year. No. He'll be the freshman. So, so once again they're bringing up one bright spot that we did have in this game and that was Zach Arnett's defense. We're going to say his name. I hope we get to say his name in a in a positive light every week. Um but our defense gave up one true touchdown, I feel like. Um uh, essentially two pick sixes, uh put it put up the other points on the board, but um one touchdown gave up a field goal, but man, that defense looked awesome. Yeah, there's hey, going to be. And hey, we should have we should have had four points in this game. We, we forced another safety in that one. So, yeah, uh, that defense was all over the place. Looked really good for the second week. Um, I'm gonna. We need to re up his contract right now. Make him the highest paid defensive coordinator in the country, because you know who's gonna make him the highest paid? Either Florida, Bama, or LSU. Yeah, I bet Bama's looking hard at him right now after an embarrassing defensive performance. Uh, once again, not taking anything away from anything away from Ole Miss, but. You gotta believe Nick Saban was mad about that. Yeah, that's actually a good segue to our other games. Oh yeah. First of all, we're gonna talk about Missouri and LSU just for a little bit. Just to Bo Pelini should be fired. Yeah. He let us win. Yeah. He should have been fired when he ran man to man defense on us. <laughs> I I I thought that he would be okay. Oh. He he may be the worst. He might be the worst. The picture that came up after that game where he he just looked so defeated. He taking his hat off. I mean. Man, <laughs> losing to Mizzou. Yeah, and so, and then Arkansas and Auburn, like poor Arkansas, Arkansas. got robbed. SEC yeah. came out and said they got robbed. Yeah. So but, after um, we lost to Arkansas, Hunter was like, "Dude, we got to pull for Arkansas to go nine and one now." And you know, about halfway through that game, I was like, "All right, all right." Arkansas might Dude, pull this I predicted off. Arkansas yeah, to win that game. The SEC, the SEC just didn't let that happen, and came out after the game, like you said, said that they made the made the wrong choice. Everyone in the world saw who recovered the ball. Yeah, it was clear. It was a clear and immediate. I, I do not care. Yeah, I do not care that the idiot blew a whistle. Can can we teach them that? No, they they said it was an incomplete pass. I know. <laughs> there's not supposed to be a whistle there. Yeah, like it's either a fumble or a backward like. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It is it is ridiculous. No, you can't fumble a snap and then spike it. That's it's just not yeah. how it works. And you know, it seems like the trend of this episode for me to just pull for things and people that I did not ever expect to. I was kind of pulling for Arkansas in that I, game. I, I and, was. And I was really upset when they lost. I that did game. not expect to be going for Felipe Franks ever in my life. Yeah, but you know. And then the, the probably the most exciting game in the country the other day. We turned it on yeah. <laughs> three quarters of the way through. Bama and Ole Miss, man. Matt Corral is the real deal. Yeah, he's 
he has to be in the Heisman talks. I mean, I know the last person I said was in the Heisman talks is now going to bench four-string in my mind. So, yeah. But, I mean, Matt Corral, you win that game, which until midway through the fourth quarter, they were really they were there. Yeah. And that's your Heisman moment right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lane Kiffin called the game of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Lane Kiffin fan here. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, that, and whether or not they had Ole Miss's or they had Alabama's signals, defensive signals, it doesn't matter. I mean, mm-hmm. they they came out in the first drive of the game and just completely waxed Alabama. But Alabama's going to do Alabama things. Alabama running backs, am I right? You know, yeah. Five five touchdowns. Najee, for Najee is so good. Man. If Ole Miss's offense had our defense on the other side, I think they'd win every game by twenty four. <laughs> like simply that that offense does not stop unless they choose to yeah and i wish they would have won the game i'd love to see as i said i'd love to see 20 percent storm the field yeah <laughs> dude but surely surely they would have taken down another goal post after that one covid rules and all they would have done it well that's going to bring us uh, to the last section of our podcast and that is our Instagram questions. This is the one that we're most excited for every single episode. So first question is from Brooks Taylor and it is, what should we do at QB? Keep it KJ or go to Will? And we have answered that. Yeah. Probably neither. Yeah. Uh, we, we'd like to see one of the other guys get a chance because in the in the little bit of time that he had in the game, Will just didn't look any like didn't look that much better than KJ. Mm-hmm. So uh, like we've said before, Maybe maybe try Garrett Schrader, maybe try Jalen Maiden. Gotta give one of them a chance. I need to see someone. Yeah. And our next question comes from Megan Underwood, and she said, Was Arkansas robbed? Which we already said that is yes. And what are our cross country SEC predictions? Arkansas go win that natty again. <laughs> uh apparently. I mean I'm gonna take her word for it since she's on the team. Arkansas is ranked first in the country. So hey. Don't I call mean. it a comeback. Arkansas <laughs> Arkansas are gonna win the national championship in cross country, so uh, definitely excited to not keep up Arky. with that. Uh, <laughs> next question comes from our great friend, the Bellsmith. Uh, does KJ get benched? Please say yes. So, I sure hope so. <laughs> please, we we don't have anything to do about it, but I, mean, I wish. If if it was my choice, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, so thank you for that question. Next one comes from Hudson Harris. Uh, what hurt worse, Mississippi State sucking this year or Dax injury? Um. Uh, mm. I mean, I think Dak's going to be okay. Who knows what the future of our football program is? Um, but the, all the, I mean, Dak's injury to me means that I don't have to watch NFL football for the rest of the year. Hey, you're lucky. I have to watch Washington. <laughs> so uh, Dak, I have the root for Kyle Dak Allen. Is, Dak is the only reason I'm a Cowboys fan, and so he's the only reason that I watch football at all. So, um, but both of them are pretty terrible. But I think Dak will be okay. Uh, next one comes up from Reese Ishi, and he said, "Why should we?" actually keep watching Mississippi State football. To watch Zach Garnett. Yeah. That's, that's you can just it. turn on the defensive possessions. You're sure you're sure to be impressed most <laughs> yeah. of the time. Um but you know I've like uh, you watch a nice revolving door at offensive line. I mean that's yeah. pretty cool. But Reese, I know you've been a state fan long enough to know you just keep coming back. You can't just stop. We've lost every game since Cage since Costello the Cow has existed. Yeah. Our question for you, Reese, is when is the calf getting a new name? <laughs> we were a little premature naming him that. So next question comes from Nathan Taylor, and here is the long-awaited Oregon Trail reference. Can the broken axle on the bandwagon be repaired? If not, will we all die of dysentery? 
Dun, da, dun. Um, I, who knows? I'm so sad that that video the bandwagon, ever existed. The bandwagon video is still up on Twitter. So uh, <laughs> the little website where you get a sticker is still up. Yeah, you can still apply to join the bandwagon. So uh, who knows? I mean, we might rather have dysentery than have to watch any other performance like we saw on Saturday. I mean, how much lower could this roller coaster get? Like, could our defense start giving up 70? I guess that's the only other thing. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Drew Robinson hitting us hard with a with a question. Uh, worst team in the SEC, and who is winning the Pac-12? I think the we saw the two worst teams in the SEC possibly playing week one in our matchup, us and LSU. I mean, it, it certainly looked like that the other day. I'm going to go with Vanderbilt, though. Forget, Vanderbilt, yeah. We forgot about the we SEC. Forgot they, we forgot they existed. Yeah. Um, they're just not very good. I think on Saturday we were definitely the worst team in the SEC. Um, that's just that's by just, a lot. Yeah. So, uh, man, that was tough. And then uh, one of our last questions uh, comes from Blake Remy, and it is, will the fans and administration give Leach time to build the program at all? It's all of the university will give John Cohen enough time. Yeah. Um, I don't think the fans will. Uh, fans want success immediately, and a lot of times, most of the time, actually, that's pretty... Um, I mean, they, they expect way too much out of a out of a new system, myself included. I expected a lot out of this yeah, as well. Um, the administration needs to uh, for the sole reason that if it doesn't work, um, John Cohen is out. That's, yeah. that's it. But I think it's gonna be we're gonna be really hard pressed to get any sort of elite coach ever hey, to come Zach to Starkville. Any any sort of coach <laughs> that's elite to ever come to Starkville again. If we for the second uh, coach in a row boot him out after you know one or two seasons yeah. uh no no coach is ever going to want that expectation you know at a school who's historically just kind of average at recruiting mm-hmm. and you know I, things stand for the high expectations yeah so uh I, I definitely think that the administration should um but who knows immediate success is something that a lot of people want and that few people rarely ever get so well, that brings us to the end of uh, the longest episode that we've had it going for two. So we had a lot of fun doing that one, uh, just kind of talking back and forth. That was probably the, the most uh, conversational episode that we've had. I came with a lot of information. You did. You, you, <laughs> you had an arsenal back there. But uh, so w- once again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you for all the support. We actually just reached 200 Instagram followers. So excited for, uh, excited for that. Oh, we didn't say who won. It's a big milestone. We didn't we, say who won the picks. We did not. It was a tie between Austin Swindle and Brooks Taylor. They, okay. they both lost the Florida and uh, LSU game. Okay. But they swapped. Swindle picked Ole Miss and Brooks picked MSU. Okay. So nice. they tied. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. And another shout out to Hudson Harris. There was one point. He was on pace for a John Merritt Howard uh Ofer on this game uh he was texting us he was like all right everyone after this after the fifth <laughs> game of the day is a lock so he, he did redeem himself a little bit but yeah he was he was on pace our now. picks weren't good either our picks we were can't terrible. talk about a lot no but we didn't pick miami so that's right better than a lot and that's going to wrap it up for this episode of going for two uh we're going to be back on thursday with a game preview of our matchup against texas a&m once again thank you for all the love and support and uh hunter hit the music
really said we were going eight and two. I really said KJ was going to get a statue. 